You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello, welcome to New York Talk, uh, first live episode of the season. Uh, we are do, doing this live through YouTube, so if you are watching on live, feel free to get in, get in contact with us, just comment and we'll uh, go through anything else. Otherwise, this will be just a normal episode, as, as, as normal is. Um, we have the same as, we've got an unchanged lineup. We have Mick with us, as always. Hello. Um, Daniel has been glazed with us. Hello. And Will Daniels from the Tivoli View joins us again as well. Thank you for joining us. Yo, yo, yo. Hello. Good to be back. Fantastic. Um, so, usual stuff we'll start with. If you're watching YouTube, please subscribe. Thumbs up. Oh, I said free to comment. If you're on iTunes, give us a subscribe, and we would appreciate that as well. Uh, I'm going to start with non-yesterday action, non-Saturday action first. Uh, we're going to give a mention to Carrie Arneson, who is uh, retiring from professional football at the end of the season. Um, and anybody who's interested in that, it is potentially on, t- on course to win the title in Iceland in his last game, which would be an incredible incredible way to end your career. Um, so best wishes that is their season finishes next weekend. They are top of the league. Uh, so best wishes to him from all of us here, and I imagine all Robin fans as well. So Absolutely. They won 2-1 today, haven't they? Yes. They won 2-1. So. I, I did notice... Go on. Go on. I was going to say we're doing a ranking in the, in the Icelandic Apple podcast. <laughs> we are ranking, so it could very well... Carry could actually be listening to this, so you never know. Yeah, I, I did notice that the uh, the referee of, for today's game, in which one of the opposition got sent off, was a T. Arneson. So <laughs> I don't know whether that's got anything to do with it at all. I wouldn't say it has, but you never know, dear. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, so we have a win, and I'll tell you what, these episodes are so much better than we have a win to talk about. Uh, compare this to last week's episode, it's going to be such a more positive place to be. Um, a really, really good 2-0, 2-0 win, and for me, a statement of intent. Bottlen are a good team. We'll talk about Bottlen's performance yesterday, but you could tell that they're a decent team, and it wouldn't surprise me if they're thereabouts at the end of the season as well. Uh, but Danny, Ian Everts says that Bottlen could have had four or five, but for me, it was so comfortable. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, 
he says he could have had four or five. They only had four shots on target. <laughs> um, granted, they, they did overwhelm us a little bit with uh, overall shots, but yeah. like, like you say, it, it were it were weirdly comfortable. Like as soon as Ben Wiles got his second, it were like we 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 could win this. And then they didn't real. They only I really had two attempts where I was a bit worried, you know. And it was um, it was one where they hit the post in the first half, and then the acrobatic one second half that could have gone anywhere. Mm. Sorry, someone that appears to have just fainted and hit a shovel outside my house. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you heard the bang, but I hope they're all right. Um, but yeah, but like I said, very convincing game. Um, even though the stats aren't really in our favour, the game itself was, I think. Yeah, I think that's a fair way of putting it, Will. It, it was uh, the stat. It's one of those games that if you were just nobody, if you watched, didn't, didn't even watch the highlights, you would think that Bottom battered us and that we got a little bit lucky with a couple of decent goals. It really, really wasn't that the case. Um, I'm not completely convinced on that. Um, okay. I, I disagree. I think Bolton were good value for something out of the game. I just thought that we took our chances and they unfortunately didn't for them, which is is the way that it goes. Uh, the stats don't always tell you everything, as you've just said, but Bolton had 70% possession yesterday and also had, uh, well, made 557 passes compared to our 230-odd, which shows that, you know, they were the, the side that were in the ascendancy. Um, what I would say is, you know, we hit him on the counter a couple of times, uh, you know, and I had two goals came from set pieces, which I'm sure we'll touch on along, uh, along the way. Um, yeah, uh, overall, great performance. Bolton will be up there, but we definitely will be if we can beat uh, sides like like that as well. Mm. I always thought, Mick, they've, they've, they've got something about them, I've already mentioned, the way they attack is quite, it's quite exciting. It was an exciting game. It was a good game to watch. Mike had mentioned it. It was a lot like Lincoln game. It was just a good game. Um but yeah, if but I always felt if they got one goal, we would have been in bother, potentially been in bother. But we looked all right defensively. We'll just talk about some performances. Defensively, we defended extremely well. Yeah, we did. We did, particularly in that second half. Um, a good good substitution, bring Chio off and uh, and bring Wesardin on. That really showed up that back line and. And to be fair, yeah, they created a couple of, couple of opportunities, but did they really trouble us? Did they really actually trouble us? Um, for me, I don't think they actually they, they really did look, look look like getting anything out of the game. To be honest, at any stage, yeah, okay, like I said, they had a couple of openings, but you know you're going to get that, and any team is going to create openings throughout a game. You know, most most uh, most of the time. So, uh, yeah, they're a decent side, and they play ball around well. Um, but you know, I can, I can how many see times... why they've had some high scoring games this season. You can see why they've had three, three a few three threes. They are fallible at back, but they do look oh, decent yeah. going forward. Yeah, they do. They do absolutely, absolutely. They do. Um, but yeah, for me, uh, two 0 we were comfortable, and yeah, I don't think we ever looked like losing. Don't think we ever looked like losing. Frankly, in my view. Yeah, the other the two standout chances are the one where Doyle's post, and like Danny says, the sort of by, attempted bicycle kick at the end, towards the end where he ends up injuring himself. Um, but yeah, for a player of Owen Doyle's experience, I think that that was a really poor miss. Yeah, the ball came through and he, and he literally panicked. He just hit it with it almost. Uh, if we could have had a front on view, I bet he had his eyes shut. You know what I mean? It was it was that kind of 
Well, it, it wasn't. It, 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 it just snatched at it and, and, and panicked, and and I think you were lucky to hit post. To be honest with you, um, so it, it wasn't a cool, composed finish that you would expect from a player of his quality and experience. For me, but yeah, you could say that about Smith's second half as well. You know, and he, he hit the post mm-hmm. as well. I swear <clears> that. I swear that far post Bolton must be square or something. <laughs> because the way Smith hits it and it comes off the post, it's like, how has it not gone in? Same with yeah, Doyle yeah. to a point as well. It's hit the post and it's come flying out um, upfield. Or Smith's just yeah. gone across goal. It's like, it must be square, at least triangular or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, let's talk about the headline maker from Saturday afternoon. Uh, ben Wiles with two goals. having been taken out on, on Tuesday, Annie. Brought back in, he was for me. He's been asked to play a bit further forward. That's, that's another benefit with Barley is the Wiles has been asked to play a bit further forward. As he said in his post match, Paul Warren asked him to take the shot early, and he had a chance before he actually scored the first goal. He should have done better two minutes earlier, shouldn't he? Yeah, I mean, if anything, his his miss was actually easier than the first goal he scored. Um, <laughs> but but no credit credit to Wiles. He has taken his second goal really, uh, his first goal really well. And um, I think the first miss sort of like, <clears throat> excuse me, sort of like gave him the confidence of, all right, let, let's try again. And then he had his eye in, if that makes sense. Uh, but yeah, it's his first brace for Rotherham throughout his many years with us in professional football. Um, and yeah, I'm, I'm actually really happy for him. I really am. As a lad who's only just older than me to be competing at that level of football, scoring that big of a quality goal for us. And to make it look effortless as well. The way he's just danced around their defender and smacked it and it's gone in top corner, it's fair play to him. Fair play to him. And like you say, Barlaser coming into the squad, it allows him to play further forward, which I think suits Wiles more than being a bit more um, pushed back a little bit in midfield. So, yeah, I I really do hope he kicks on this season and it could be his highest scoring season for us. If not, it already is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it might be, actually, to be fair. Um, a lot of questions are always asked to Wiles, he better will. Uh, is because is, he feels like he's been here forever. People expect that he's already a seasoned professional. And having to, to a third-year professional, I suppose some of those questions are valid. But sometimes he just needs taken away from the spotlight like he did on Tuesday and bring him back in. And it clearly done the world of good for him. I think, I mean, to start off with, bravo to, to Wilesy. Like, he's one of our own. He's come through the system. And I was tipped off by a good friend, Josh Smith, and I was watching tonight. Um, on how good Wiles he was um, and certainly proved it on Saturday. Definitely his best game for me in a Rotherham shirt. And that's not just because he he scored twice, um, but I think it's probably because he played in his best position, um, which for me is he's behind the strikers as a 10. Um, thought he caused Bolton no end of problems. Uh, and he'll be a little bit disappointed, I think, that he didn't take a match ball home. I think for some fans... He's, he's been a little bit of a scapegoat uh, within this season uh, when things haven't been going right. So I think it's quite nice to see him, um, you know, getting the, the praise that he deserves because, you know, on his day, he is the best technical player at this club. And if he continues to perform like that until end of the season, he'll be very, very difficult to keep hold of, just like he was in the summer, to be fair. Mm, yeah. We're, we're, we've always been big fans of him, Mick. And... <laughs> He's needed to add them goals to his game, but it's difficult to add those goals to your game. When we're asking him to play a different position, we've asked him to play a much deeper. Yeah. And when he plays these more advanced roles, like Wilson's, for me, that's his best performance in a Rodham shirt, without question. But we know why. It's like I said, because he's playing further forward, he's playing his right position. Yeah, yeah, he's, you're absolutely right. That is his, that is his rightful place. 
Um, and, and hopefully the way that that midfield uh, is performing at the moment, he'll get a lot more opportunities to play in that position. You know, these, these last seven days have, have been a bit of a, it's been a bit of a, um, a whirlwind for Ben Wiles, hasn't it? You know, it's, it's, it's like boom and bust all or nothing. It's, it's highlighted that sort of attitude that some supporters have got now about football. You know, one week, one minute, you're absolute garbage and shouldn't be pulling on a Rotherham United shirt or a Chelsea shirt or a Man U shirt or whatever it is. Um, and, and then, you know, you, you, you actually then play to your ability and all of a sudden your best things in sliced bread. It's bizarre. It really is. And it's just, it's just, it's just one of them things, I guess. I suppose that's how football's gone now, isn't it? But, uh, but he's just shown everybody what he is capable of, at, like they needed to be shown. And, uh, great game, great performance from Ben Wiles yesterday. Um, fantastic footballer. And we're very, very lucky to have him. Mm. Yeah. Uh, the second goal comes from a set piece and apparently a, a, um, a pre-rehearsed set piece, Danny. I want to talk to his yeah. first match about Matt Hamshaw studying, studying Bolton's and seeing a weakness. And there we go. It's 2-0 and I don't think he connected with the header as well as he wanted to. Mm. But it doesn't matter where they go in, does it? <laughs> no, I, I imagine Hamshaw's got like one of them big whiteboards up in the office. He's got like different players' pins up and red string and everything. Um, but yeah, like you say, they apparently exploited a weakness in Bolton's defence from set pieces that they've evaluated and looks like they've worked on it in training this week and it's paid off really well. Like I say, I don't think it was the cleanest header from Wales. I mean, he actually ended it into the floor. Um, but he's... He's got he had enough pace on it where it's bounced off the floor and gone straight up into through for the net. So it's a really good team goal to say they've worked on it and it has paid off in a game. You just love to see that, really, don't you? Mm. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Russ Vernon's got in touch on the comments. Uh, he didn't see the game yesterday, um, but on the highlights, Wiles, he looked man of the match to him. Would we agree with that? Um, this brings on to another player, Will. <laughs> Wiles, he was outstanding. Let's not let's take nothing away from him. Um, <laughs> But I'm pretty sure Ollie Rathbone is still running now. <laughs> He's I running away from Bolton, man. Did you stop and get it and let him run? <laughs> I've I've spent all day trying to get information on how far Ollie Rathbone ran yesterday, and unfortunately, it's it's not in the public view. What I will say is, if there is um, a player within the EFL that ran further than Ollie Rathbone yesterday. Kudos to you because Ollie did not stop all game. Um, I, I actually took a quick look at his heat map before we came on on air, and he has literally covered every inch of grass that he possibly could do yesterday. But you know that's what we've come to expect from Ollie Rathbone, uh, and we've seen it from pretty much minute one of him coming through the door. Sixty-eight percent of his uh, defensive duels won yesterday. Really good going forward as well. Um, and we talk about Wilesy and sing the song. You know, he never gives the ball away. Rathbone only gave the ball away twice yesterday in 100 minutes. So, great performance again. Um, and, you know, sort of, we sort of come to expect it now from him, which is probably not fair on him. But, yeah, you know, a Rolls-Royce or a footballer. Mm. Yeah, he, he, I, I don't know what more, more he, he runs. That's what we want him to run. He moves the ball forward. You could say he needs our goals, he needs to do this, that, other. But what he does is what we need. If he didn't do the running, we would need somebody else to do it for them. What he does is so important to the team. And that's what, at times, we've missed in previous years. Yeah, I mean, he's like Jamie Lindsay on speed, isn't he? 
<laughs> well, he is, isn't he? You know what I mean? He, 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 he breaks the play up as well as Jamie Lindsay does. Um, and yet, he just he covers twice as much ground as Jamie Lindsay does. And Jamie Lindsay is no slouch. Um, yeah, I mean, it would be great. I mean, if he added goals to his games as well, we, we're going to be we're going to be in money, aren't we? And come end of the season, uh, particularly if we don't get promoted. Um, yeah, he's a, he's a hell of a player. Uh, you, you can obviously see how he came through Man United's system without without a shadow of a doubt. Although he, I don't think he'd fit into a, a Premier League side because they don't play that style of football, do they? But uh, what a player and what a game he had yesterday! Unbelievable, unbelievable. Just he gets man a match for me just on work rate alone. You know, if if he'd spent all ninety minutes and never touched ball, just on work rate alone, he gets man a match. You know. Yeah. I love when players like that. Um, yeah. Um, David Jones on the comments. It's a Bolton fan. Hello. Um, I don't know how we lost the game yesterday, but congratulations to us. We did, we did well. It was just one of the games. We The chances that we had were... Well, the first one was almost a half chance, but it's, we've took it, um, and we limited Bolton to, to a lot of chances. And that, is that, Would you say that's our strength, Danny? The defensive solidity. Is just that's our number one strength, or, or is there another part of the team you think which is... Stronger than that. I think on our day, we do have the ability just to nullify other teams' attacks. Like, I think the only blip really this season is Fleetwood, where we were very, very poor defensively. Um, and like with Lincoln, the only reason they scored because there was a foul in the build-up, but <clears throat> we've mentioned that in the last episode. Um, but yeah, we, we sort of nullified Bolton's ability to score goals, effectively. And Bolton, one of them teams where if they go behind, the then pull it back round and win. I think they've won eight points from losing positions this season. And to say we went ahead first, which is something I was a bit wary of, to be honest, because it's like, like I said, Bolton have that ability. But to say we went ahead and then went another goal up only three minutes later and then sort of just let them do the work and we just sort of like made sure we counted it. I think that is one of our traits this season but also the having the mindset to go forward and score goals even if you've got limited chances granted yes that could be improved on this season but if we're doing it this well so far and we've got the highest number of shots in the league so far i think it's about 130 or something like that if you've had 130 shots in eight games someone is due a pasting like no disrespect to whoever gets it but someone is due a pasting you know but yeah i'd say our defensive solidity has been a trait this season Mm. Yeah, let's get on to some more individual performances because we're not going to get into preview Tuesday. We can go a bit more in depth on some of the performances coming. Just one of the, one of the things I would say to David Jones there, the, the Bolton fan, is that we had we played full championship season doing exactly what Bolton did yesterday. You know, dominating play at times, creating chances and just not taking them. Um, you know, if, if you look at that Bolton performance, it was very similar to a lot of our performances last season in the championship. Um, so... Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what the point is. I don't know. I've got a point. It just, oh, yeah. you know, what I mean, it just sort of, it just reminded me a lot of of, of us last year. Hmm. Yeah, fair enough. It's a fair point. Um, it's not a point. Is it? through, it's, uh, it's, it's a sentence, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, a sentence. That'll do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it's not a clip. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think just just on Bolton, to be fair, there'll be a lot of games where Bolton play worse than what they did yesterday and come away with three points. Yeah. Um, so I wouldn't be too worried from a Bolton perspective on their performance. Um, yeah, I mean... Would you say they're the best team we've played? I know it was a short sample size, but would you yeah. say they're the best team we've faced so far? 
comfortably. I think they caused us quite a lot of uh, issues. Um, similar in terms of style to Lincoln, I would say, uh, but they seem to penetrate us a little bit more. Um, you know, uh, and they've got some incredible players that that will go on above and beyond League One. Affiliate, I thought, was um, a little bit of a live wire um, yesterday. Um, they've got great quality players, um, and yeah, they'll they'll come back and they'll be top six, I would imagine, by by uh, the end of that forty sixth game. Yeah, as I said, so they're one of those clubs that you can see strengthening in January. They'll be they'll be you know playoff area January, and then they'll just strengthen. They seem to have that. Clout's not the right word, but they seem to be well set um, mm. rather than throwing money around. Um, the defensive three took a little bit of a late blow, Will, with we, we, Icky only finding out where we had to have him on the morning of the game. Um, but you wouldn't have believed it because Matic were very, very good. Woody was just Richard Wood. Um, and Reg had his moments, but for the most part was very, very good. I mean, to be honest, when, uh, when the team came out at two o'clock, I didn't actually know um, you know what the starting lineup was was going to look like, and I was a little bit surprised with uh, the back three uh, that we picked. Having said that, you know Warney and his team had a reason to pick it, and were, were very very quick to criticise them when they get it wrong. But they got it absolutely bob on yesterday, yeah. even down to you know taking on Ben off at half time and, and fetching on Harding to to make us a little bit more defensive de- defensively assured in that second half. Um, and yeah, that back three were exceptional. Used all their experience to to negate uh, the threats of of Bolton. Uh, even saw Woody down left wing on a couple of occasions, which was an interesting one. Um, and we ser- for me, it was a different sort of performance for a Rotherham United side because, as you as you mentioned, it was very comfortable that second half, uh, which shows. Our game management is really coming along as well, which is is really pleasing to see. But yeah, that that back three were were fantastic. Hmm. I might have been a bit harsh, Mick, but I thought Reg once or twice went and attacked the ball a little bit too much. But that is me being sort of hypercritical. We were two and up, and the game was sort of comfortable. He had cover around him, hmm. but he's been very impressive. Other than the Accurton game in the League Cup, where I thought he struggled a lot with their physicality. He's been very, very good since then, and it looks like a really good signing, loan signing. <laughs> it does, yeah. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Like you said, the, the Accrington game, you, you looked at him and thought, hmm, maybe he's a little bit too um, too inexperienced at the moment to be playing at this level, but no. No, definitely not. Definitely not. You know, he, he's staking a claim for a regular place, isn't he? Uh, mm. And, he, and he's, going to give, he's going to give Paul Warren yet another headache, um, this time a defensive one. You know, you've got Icky, you've got Angus MacDonald coming back, Woody, uh, Wes Harding. He's got an embarrassment to riches in there, uh, all of whom can do a job and do a job well. Uh, so, yeah, I've been really impressed with Reg. Really impressed. Mm. Yeah, and Matic, Danny, Joe Matic, uh, second, I think his second consecutive game as the left-hand side of the three. Um, and when we talked to the pre-match, for me, I didn't realise Matic could really play that position on a regular basis. I thought it was now an out full-back and could fill in when we only had you know, a player to play in, the center, in, in that position. But, superb, Matt. He's, he's not putting any... He's getting booked every, every game, obviously. That's what he does. But other than that, he's doing really, really well. Um, Danny, you're on mute. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry about that. It's uh, I should be used to that after last year, shouldn't I? Anyway, um, but, hey, Ben's here. Um, but, yeah, with Matt, he's been wanting that left-sided centre-back role for at least a couple of years, and now he's got it, he's proper put his cap on it. 
Um, and like, like you say, he does get booked, but he's, he's a bit of an hard nut, so you know, leave, leave him to that. But yeah, he has really put himself about in that position and he has done really well. Um, and just to comment on Reg, I agree, he did have his moments on Saturday, but at the same time, he also had moments of real quality mm. where he's closed down players, he's cleared the ball really well, and he has probably presented a goal scoring chance as well. Yeah, um, Ben's with us. Anybody that's not uh, listening audio, Ben has just joined us. Obviously, for saying noise, background noise, that's Ben making it. <laughs> obviously. Um, uh, I don't think he'll be here for the full episode, Ben, but it's nice for you to pop nah, in. I'm, I'm, only, I'm only here for 10 minutes, I've got to eat. Um, so yeah, okay, fantastic. Um, we've been we've got to ask you about Ben, ben Wiles. Um, uh, we've, we've we all talked about Ben Wiles, but he's still, it, it was superb yesterday. It's crap, isn't it, that Ben Wiles? <laughs> <laughs> nah, yeah, we're good. Um, should have got a treat. Uh, but you never have <laughs> No, I'm just not. Nah, I'm just saying. Um, but yeah, he played well. Um, yeah, he did everything that he's always done. But people, he just, I don't know. He just got showed more somehow. He's always been a very good player, and for me, he just played normally yesterday but I think because of how not how bad he's been playing but he hasn't been up to scratch so I think yesterday he kind of got back to his form but he just looked like he played amazing because of how bad he's been playing but, <laughs> but you know what I mean I don't I don't want to sound that sounds really hard but you know what I mean I think I get your, I think I get your point uh, yeah, yeah he's you... a good player is what I'm saying okay okay <laughs> I love how you say things, but there is a dig in what you say. I don't think you meant it. I don't think you meant already, but you definitely had a dig at him there. But anyway, moving on. Um, and the, and the next comment is from Ben Wiles. <laughs> <laughs> um, second start in a row for Bowler, Will. Um, and again, it's looking like a cracking signing. Did, didn't do much wrong and just gives us what we need in that, play, in that area. I mean, I mentioned it in, in the preview, I think. I think it's really important when you're going away from home that you've got a wing-back that's able to get forward, but more importantly, he, he's great defensively and he proved that you know, time in, time out on, on Saturday. Defensively really solid. He won 78% of his uh, his defensive duels. So you can't really ask much more of him, to be honest. Pretty decent uh, going forward without creating a great deal. Um, but you know that's a get that's an area of the game that he can improve on. Um, slightly different position, but I see a lot of similarities similarities in him to Josh Emmanuel uh, mm. that we had. Um, and if he can uh, come along just like Josh did, what a play we'll have on our hands, and more importantly, he'll be ours as well. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, three-year contract, um, and it's one, it's one of those Mick where you sometimes when we look when we've got Rathbone, for example. You look at the Rochdale fans and you look at what they said about him. And that's right. That's turned out to be spot on. Yeah. What they said about Bowler is turning out to be not quite spot on because they've, a lot of Rochdale fans have given a lot of stick, give so, you know, a lot of issues to his game. And clearly not the finished article. Let's not, you know, let's not say he's, you know, best left wing back in division. But there's a lot there to like. Yeah, there is. Absolutely. Absolutely. And we, we've said it, we said it a couple of times, haven't we? You know, we don't buy finished articles from Arsenal. Uh, he's got a lot of work to be done. Uh, there's no doubt about it. But the, all the all the building blocks are there, um, and and if anybody's going to put all those blocks in right order, Warney and his team will do that. I've, I've absolutely no doubt about it. I'm I'm really excited by him. I, I genuinely I am. 
I think he's he uh, he has got some serious potential. That lad, some proper potential. So uh, I, I I can't. I mean, the, the the signings that we've 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 brought in in this transfer window and the, the transfer window that just closed, it, they're just immense for me. That the, the, there isn't a single one of them that you think, well, you know, hmm, they might get in in a couple of years. You know, we'll keep them ticking over for a, for a year or so, send them out on loan, etc. We ain't got any of that. We've just got quality. All of them. So, yeah, I, I like Bowler. I like him a lot. Uh, and he's going to be a damn good player for us, I reckon. Mm. Yeah. We mentioned it earlier, Ben, but let's talk about substitutions. Paul One has in the past got some stick. Paul and his team have got some stick for substitutions. And at times, for me, rightly so, there's been some, in the past, very crucial substitutions. But to bring Chio off at half-time, Chio didn't have a bad game, but to bring Chio off at half-time and put Wes Hard in there, it just, not that he needed settling down, but it just settled everything down. And then the two further substitutions, they just fitted the game well. And it, it seemed hindsight, Ben. I know you like hindsight. Um, <laughs> they, they turned out to be fantastic substitutions, all of them. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, I hate hindsight. Um, hindsight, whatever it's called, hindsight, hindsight. Right. <laughs> um, I'm asking you, Drew. Long mate, I know you don't I've had, a, no, I've had a long day. I've had a long day. So, and I apologize if my voice is a bit, cra- uh, whatever. Did you get smashed yeah. at American football? Is that what happens? We cleaned you out. No, 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 no. no. Um, we shame. won. So, nah, there was a lot of screaming because, it, uh, you know, whatever. Anyway, go on. Whatever. Yeah, anyway. Well, <laughs> what was the question? What was the question? Oh, uh, yeah, they were good substitutes. But you know what it is here? Like, like everyone gets criticised. Like, I've seen um, Guardiola got, um, got some stick the other day as well. And he's the best manager in the world. So I feel like no matter what a manager does, he's going to get stick. Um, but there were quote-unquote good substitutions yesterday. But yeah, it's so hard to analyse it when you know when you're not there and when you're not doing it yourself because you don't know what they see and you don't know like what they see like who's been playing well in training or that. So like yeah, from the fans' perspective, yeah, it was a very very good substitute because we won the game. And he played it well. Do you know what I mean? But um, yeah, but yeah I, I agree. I, I thought it was a good all-round day for everybody yesterday. Yeah. Uh, Chris Wright, how, how about that result? Every week seems different. Uh, it could be much more different from seven days ago. Uh, he thinks Wiles and Rathbun ran it. Um, I had a quick look at our away form in League One, Danny. And it's very, very good. We've only had 60 feet in the last 22 away games in League One. Um. We don't want to be relying on that. We don't. We've got to sort our home form. Obviously, that's a really obvious thing to say because that is a problem or has been a problem. But if you can pick up these results and get these results, and the way the way game we lost this season to Wigan, we were very unlucky to lose. We should have won that game, ninety whateverth minute equaliser. The, winning away from home, I think John Brickey was saying comments last season. Away form gets you promoted, and if we keep going this way, it will get us, if not promoted, very close. Yeah, and like you say, I think. Home form is not really an issue, but it needs to be improved on, I think. Mm. Uh, but I suppose that comes down to <clears throat> mentality as well. Like I'm sure our squad's more up for an away game because we're up against it, like both uh, fan wise and <clears throat> and pressure wise. Mm. You know, like going to somewhere like uh, where Bolton, where they've vastly outnumbered us, um, and get a result out of it. Whereas at home. Uh, teams want to come towards and beat us at home, you know, like with Fleetwood, they wanted to come and beat us because that's a big achievement for them in this division. Because 
no matter how you look at it, we are one of the big cheeses in this league. Not money wise, but um, <clears throat> but, but form wise and performance wise and uh, and target wise as well in terms of getting promoted again. But yeah, I think like I say, with John Breckin, away away wins get you promoted, but we need to sort out home wins to cement promotion. I think, mm. and I'm sure, and I'm sure Warney will have words for the chair for the crew game on Saturday to try and improve home form. And it'll click. It will. I, I'm fully confident it will click, and we will go on some sort of run at some point. Like I said a bit ago, someone is due a pasting, and I think it will come at home. Because as soon as we find a feet at home, we're off. I think. Mm. Yeah, I think you're probably right. It just needs that something clicking at home. It hasn't clicked yeah. for a while. Ignore last season because because of what we know happened. But less even the time before in league one, it wasn't right at home. Uh, so we've got to make sure that sorts it out. And like I said, I'm sure it will. Um, let's move further forward, Mick. Let's go strikers. Um, first time we've seen Smith and Greg together. We were all very, very excited to see him together because on paper, that's a perfect matchup. Didn't get the goals that we wanted, although Michael Smith was, already, was, already, was very, very unlucky. But they did link up pretty well. Wilgo was heavily involved in the first goal in, in, the, in the penalty box before for it came out to Wilesley. It, it's, a, it's a good foundation. Again, foundation. It's a foundation of moving forward for those two. Yeah, they're going to take a few games to to, to bed in together, aren't they? But the, the, both Smithy and and uh, Greg were involved in that first goal, you know, in the build up to it. Um, so yeah, I, I was impressed with Will Greg. I was impressed, hugely impressed with his work rate um, for 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 a, a big name, if you like, uh, which is which is essentially what he is at this level. Um, his work rate is fantastic. You know, he's tracking back. He's excellent. He's, he's, um, his ability, is working the press. He's, he's, he's really, really good. Um, the rest of it will come. The rest of it, in terms of him putting the ball in the back of the net, will come. There's no, there's no question about that. Um, it's just they need a bit, maybe need a bit of time to just build a relationship between him and Smithy. And once they've got that, like I said in the in the preview game, you know, that, that could. That has the potential to be an absolutely devastating partnership. But I was really impressed with both of them, despite the fact, like you said, neither of them got on the score sheet. They did a lot. They did enough to um, to to keep their places by a country mile for the next game for me. What are your thoughts, Will, uh, on on Greg on Will Greg? Um, is you can it sort of still looks like he's getting used to playing first team football again a little bit, but, but still positives there. Plenty of positives. Yeah, I mean, for me, you can see his hunger. You can see that there's a little bit of a little bit of him that that wants to prove a lot of people wrong with what's happened in the past. Um, you can see that in the way that he presses, um, and I think there's certain other strikers at the club that could learn a lot from him. Um, not only from that, but also his movement as well. I don't think we probably saw enough of that because we didn't create in the way that we normally do uh, on Saturday. But as Mick uh, rightly said, we'll create a lot of chances in this league and, and Will Grigg will be at the forefront of, uh, of the goals that we score, without doubt for me. Mm. Uh, the late substitute, Danny, which I want to make another of my final one mentions, bringing Kieran Sadley on for Will Grigg towards the end. It would have been very easy for Warren to bring Coyote on. And to be fair to Coyote, Coyote would have had a claim for that. But again, it was a very, very sensible substitution. It got extra body in midfield if we need it, but you don't lose that attacking threat. And we know how good Sadler is in midfield. Again, yeah. for me, it's hats off to another really good substitution. Do we know how good he is? Have I missed something? Mm. The Did times he's played in the centre, the times he's played in the centre, he's been he's played pretty well. To be fair, how many times? If he's played more than five times in the centre, I'd be surprised. 
But if, but when he's played in the centre, yeah. But if he's played two games, it's in, and I see what you're trying to say, but I, I put, I'm just saying I haven't seen him play well. I'm just I'm okay. just handing that around. <laughs> he, he's he's definitely more of a um, <clears throat> more of a in behind the striker sort of midfielder because at least at least for us anyway, because he does seem to struggle out wide. He's not as quick as we want him to be out wide, and he's not as defensive as we want him to be. <clears throat> but yet, like you say, bringing him on for Grig was sensible because leaving Smith up, up top is sensible because it's Michael Smith. Um, and like you say, it's another body in midfield, but it also gave Ball a chance to play his first 90 minutes for us, which is good for him because you in the in his last games, he's always looked like he's been blowing about 70 mm. minutes. Like we saw that against Doncaster in, in the trophy and against Lincoln, he was blowing towards 70 minutes. For him to get a full 90 under his belt is really good for him. And um, <clears throat> I'll be interested to hear Mikel Miller's thoughts because I don't know if he'll get his shirt back straight away now that he's free of suspension. You know what? I've not even thought of that. But that's a very that's a very good point. He's going to find himself exactly the same as last season where he came in and played pretty well and then for almost no fault of his own, he's going to find himself out of the team. Um, oh, this is not through any fault of his own. No, we're not doing this. You just said it's no fault of his own. That red card's the stupidest thing I've ever seen done on the right. football field. What I mean, oh, well, well, I've yeah, got to be careful what I say around you, Anna. It's, it's <laughs> no fault of his performance. It's no fault of his performances. No, no. All right, yeah. We've done stupidity. But isn't that, that whole situation, you know, a massive positive for us? Because, you know, mm. as you mentioned, uh, Miller might not get his place back. We've got Shane Ferguson, who's been out injured. Yeah. The international that, that, you know, might not get his shirt back either. So the competition p- for places is incredible. I mean, whilst he's proven on the weekend that, you know, the rotation sometimes might not be a bad thing. And he came in and, and he, he had a point to prove and he proved it. And I'm sure when Jamie Lindsay and and, uh, and Adolphin get the chance as well, they'll be um, chomping at the bit. So, We've got a really strong League One squad, and that, that's that's got to excite everyone, surely. Yeah, it's, yeah, absolutely. Um, Wes Harding came on at halftime. Before we sort of go on to the overall scheme of things, Wes Harding came on at, at uh, halftime and showed that although Chio will start ninety-five percent of the time on the right hand side, we've got a really good option there. You know, in situations like that where we can just stick stick with ours at Wes Harding there, and he does a superb job for us in that position. He is. He's not slot in. I don't know what I'm trying to say. You're excellent, but I think. Yeah, absolutely. We, we know what Wizardi's capable of, don't we? You know, he has played right wing back when Chia were out for most of last season and played it really, really well. He's a lot more defensive than Chia, obviously, uh, and he's not got that pace. Um, but this, that, uh, bringing him on yesterday was, was, was a, a fantastic substitution, really. He just needed to calm it down a little bit. But um, I love Wizardi. What a player he is. My player of the season last season for me. Um, and, you know, yeah, I don't know. There's not a lot else you can say about him, is that you know what you're going to get from him. He had a little bit of a a brain fart, didn't he, against uh, Fleetwood uh, for that first goal. Uh, but, but other than that, now he's quality, absolute quality, that man. Yeah. Uh, Chris Wright agrees with Danny. Let's get our home form sorted and then we sit great in the league. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> um, recap the week a little bit. Will after the Fleetwood game, it was doom and gloom. Uh, it was it was a poor performance. It was difficult to put your finger on exactly what exactly why. Um, if somebody offered you four points on Tuesday morning, 
after these two games, I imagine you'd have took it. Yeah, for sure. Um, I think it, it's really important, especially in this league, there's always going to be ups and downs and twists and turns. So it's important that, you know, when you do get beat, because it does come uh, to make sure that the lows are not so low, but also the highs aren't so high. So we've beaten a very, very good side in Bolton on Saturday uh, and a great point on, on Tuesday um, against uh, against Lincoln. Crew will be difficult on Saturday. Um, they've got their own strengths and, of course, Wimbledon have had an unbelievable start to the season as well. So no easy games in League One, um, but we're trending the right way and that's that's really pleasing for me. Mm. And it's still early days, Danny. You look at yesterday, Wednesday, Drew against Shrewsbury. Shrewsbury had a, a very, very poor start. Shrewsbury picked up a good point. Seen a lot of, lot of, lot of fuss from Wednesday fans yesterday. <laughs> Apparently the game was awful. That's what I've heard. It, but it happens like that. How many times, and last time in League One, did teams come to us like Shrewsbury, maybe even Shrewsbury, Wimbledon last time out, MK Dons, Tranmere. They co- they're going to come and make the game terrible. And you've yeah, got to find a way around it. And this is what this point, Danny, it's going to be tough. It's not We're not we're not going to win every single game or go unbeaten. We're going to lose some games against teams we consider crap. But they're going to come and do a job on us and vice versa. Yeah, I think it, again, comes down to that mentality of they're trying to get bare minimum a point out of a game because we're one of the big cheeses in this division, like, like I've said before. Um, but yeah, that, that's what makes this league really difficult for us. Like We have performed very well over our previous seasons in this division, but teams know that. So they want to come out and go, right, let's try and upset them, upset how they play, dig in a little bit and try and scrounge a point out of it. And if we score first, sit back and, and try and hold out for a win. That's just how teams who have been in this division for a little bit try and play against teams who are looking to get out of it straight away. That was Shrewsbury against Chef Wednesday. They got they got their equaliser and dug in and made the game crap because they wanted a bare minimum point out of it. Um, and again, Fleetwood tried to do that with us. And then as soon as they scored that one to three kick to make it three two, they went, you know what? Let, let's let's crack on and try and score another one. And they mm. did, and we had no response to it. And I said this on the um, on the crew podcast that I was invited on, which should be out on Wednesday if anyone fancies it. Is um, it the Railway Railway Men podcast, is it? Yeah, the Railway Men podcast. Railway. Yeah, that's what yeah, they call the Railway Men. Nickname, I think. What is it? What? The yeah. veil? If you ever watch Thomas the Tank Engine, you'll know they send engines to crew to fix them. So, then you know. Railway. No, it's all right. Railway men. Yeah, they were, they were oh. formed by railway workers, man. Um, I've got to go. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> so, so you're you're in. In. See ya. It's all right. It's all right. All right. <laughs> in a bit. In a bit. <laughs> a little cameo there. Yeah. But yeah, but with Crew, they'll be similar to Fleetwood. They'll try and dig in a little bit against us. Um, but if we, again, it all comes down to mentality. If we take the mentality from Bolton and go, we need to perform like that again, don't matter who it is, if we perform like that, we'll we'll probably win. That should carry us over the line. If we if we look at the game and go, oh, it's just Crew, you know, they've, did they come up last season or season before? I think it was season before. Yeah, season before. So this, we could, if we go with the mentality of all oh, the quite new to this division, you know, we'll easily beat them. We'll lose hundred percent. Right. And and again, if if we allow them to score first, we'll probably lose because every time we've conceded first, we've lost. But if we go in with the mentality of don't underestimate them, treat them like the Bolton, and go from there, then you know anything could happen really. 
Yeah. Uh, probably the final point I have to touch on yesterday before anybody else wants to chip in with any, any thoughts or questions as well is the Richie Barker upsetting Ian Everett, um, which I am all aboard that train for upsetting <laughs> <laughs> What, what is he on that Ian Everett? I mean, I mean, he's, he's trotting out the same same garbage that everybody else trots out as well, isn't it? About Rotherham being a big physical side and all this. It didn't mean it's disrespectful, though. I don't disrespectfully or otherwise. Are we, are, are, were we more aggressive than they were? No, not really. What we? You know, it's just just nonsense. These people, they just. I don't know. I don't know. The thing is, you listen to Paul Warren in a press conference on the radio, wherever. You know, you, you get his personality, you get the truth. You don't get some nonsense that's been written for him by a press officer somewhere. You, you get what you get from Paul Warren. Um, and, and it's just bizarre, man, honestly. Absolutely bizarre. But, you know, they, they, I, I don't know. I don't know. Garbage, Mr. Everett. Absolute garbage, mate. The thing is, you know, there will be teams that that are physical, and apparently we are this this massive physical side that no one can no one can break. But you know, every team's got to try and find their own way of winning. So, you know, if we're big and physical, find a way to beat that. Um, if you know what the issues are, so yeah, I, I don't really understand the comment, but you know, he's he's entitled to his his own opinion and. We'll leave it at that, I think. <laughs> I, I suspect that's exactly the point, Will. I suspect it, I, spe- I suspect the point is he doesn't know what the issue is. They don't, they, 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 managers like that really don't know how to play against the, the system that we employ. It's not that we're biz- a big physical bully inside. That's not what we do. But we are strong. We're strong in the air. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. But I'm not a football manager, so I don't have to, I don't have to work it out, do I? You know, but... Ever, ever, ever to wherever his name is, and, and, and other managers in this division. That's their job. They have to work it out. And you can't just go moaning afterwards and say, Oh, the big, strong bullies. You know, <laughs> you've got a job to do and do it. Just get on with it and stop moaning so about it. It annoys you then? Ah, yeah, I suppose it does, really. Yeah. <laughs> I suppose it pushes my buttons a bit. Yeah. It's not like there's, I don't, there's not many things that do, is there? As much as refs, Mick. Well, I mean, we'll, we can talk about that if you want yesterday. We're all right, we're anyway, Wednesday night, which I'm sure after the match, you'll have been mourning like rest at Wednesday night, so I crap Barry Bannon were yesterday. <laughs> they were, yeah. Unbelievable, Jeff. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> There's a place on our bench for him. I've said that before. So, you know, don't want him. But, yeah, I mean, yeah. Thoughts on the ref, Danny? Uh, inconsistent. Very inconsistent. Yeah, I mean... The, the, it, it was strange because the, there were some times that he gave soft challenges um, that, you, like I said, that was that were too soft, and then other times there were challenges that were quite hard that you thought deserved a bit of attention, mm. and then there were other times where he's booked him for what? what, what he, bu- he booked someone for taking a free kick too quickly. He did, uh, yeah. Like, yeah. No, no, excuse me if I'm wrong. But line, that's, yeah. yeah, that's not a bookable offence. Taking a free quick taking a free kick quickly you know you just, you just bring the ball back and say carry on it te- it's one of those that technically if you restart the game with that repetition is a bookable offence you shouldn't really do it there's no need to do it but if you're going by the letter of the law you can book somebody for it but you don't really want it I know they're playing up, but you don't really want to see that no and I mean someone who sticks to the letter of the law is a bit 
dodgy, you know. There's there's uh, there's windows <laughs> of opportunity for everything, and you, you don't you don't see players booked for, kick, for taking a free kick too quickly in the Premier League, and they are probably more inclined to pitch the letter of the law because Big Brother's always watching with VAR. Mm. Um, but but yeah, it's like there were some challenges on Chio and Bola that you thought nah, that could have been a free kick, but then Bolton's gone up the other end. Someone's fallen over and he's given him a yellow card and off, off he goes a free kick. But yeah, I'd say inconsistent, but not as inconsistent as some refs we've seen already this season. Mm. He's, he's not the worst, but he's not the best either. No, I know that's true. Uh, bang, bang average, really. Bang yeah. average. Bang average. Um, do you think we'll, we'll, we'll ever see a referee give Michael Smith the amount of fouls he actually deserves? Or is it just a hope? <laughs> I mean, Ooh, that's a, a difficult question, isn't it? Um, I mean, probably not, if I'm completely honest. <laughs> I, I wouldn't ever question the integrity of a referee. So, mm. you know, it's worth pointing out, you know, it's all in jest that this guy's a Wednesday fan, but yeah, absolutely. he's at oh, yeah. the level for a reason. So <laughs> just, just whack that out there before. Uh, yeah, any I'll any, take any, it on Jim. Well, don't worry, I'll take it, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll take I'll take being sued or fined or whatever. I don't care. Um, yeah, I mean, Smudge gets a rough deal, but that's because he's so strong. Same with Woody, I think. Sometimes, um, it is what it is. We've just got to accept it and, and crack on, yeah. I don't, I don't think there's ever any question about referees and integrity. I don't think there is ever, I, I genuinely, ever. yeah. No, ever. I don't. I would never ever question their integrity whatsoever. Competence regularly, I would question, um, but but certainly not not integrity. I wouldn't definitely not. I seem to recall a question when Keith Stroud was manager of his home of refereeing his hometown team. Interesting that. that yeah. Interesting, you should say that he's refereed him again this season, and they've won again. Yeah. <laughs> Just saying. Okay, okay. Hey, listen. I think okay. it's now eleven times that he's refereed Bournemouth, and they've won nine of them. And drawn the other two. Uh, why is he referee in Bournemouth? Anyway, it's not it's not, anyway. not a Bournemouth podcast, but you know. <laughs> Mixed um, conspiracy of the week. <laughs> <laughs> um oh you know, for we bill for you can see the ref was wrong when they they threw smudge to the floor and they get a foul yeah. themselves. Yeah, there's yeah, that was a point as well. Yeah, but it's not just his yeah, game, yeah. is it? How many, how many times we've seen him getting shirt ragged off his back and then he goes all the way? Happens yeah. all the time. Bless him. Who were it against? Who were it against Chef Wednesday when he had his shirt torn and he was sent off? Yeah, yes. Yeah. That, yeah. that that was puzzling, that wasn't it? Like he's come yeah. off worse and he's been sent off. No wonder it got rescinded. I can see how strikers get frustrated. You know, in the past, strikers get really frustrated and do something stupid. Sorry, he gets to get themselves sent off. He's never really done that. He must be the nicest guy in the world because he, he never seems to lose his rag and does something daft. I, I can't, yeah, I can't understand it. I can't. Yeah. And I mean, it's, it goes back to the question we took. We took when when Woody came on and we talked about about the, the Barnsley incident with Woody, and you know, he explained how well, he was trying to speak to referee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> I, I was trying to gloss over that bit, but you know, they try and talk to the referee and ask him why he's given this, why he's given that. But then, you know, if you're Michael Smith and you're getting pulled all over the place, picked up, thrown on floor. There were a penalty yesterday. Michael Smith, a foul on Michael Smith, clear, absolute, no question, stonewall penalty, and the referee's not given it. And yet, two minutes later, Smith backs into into defender, you know, going for going for a high ball, and he's given a free kick. And there's 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 little if no contact, and if whatever contact there is, it's the defender on Smith. Um, it's it's what we just talked about there, complete inconsistency. 
if it's a foul in the box, it's a foul outside the box and vice versa. Um, but anyway, you know, we, we could go on uh, go on for years about it, couldn't we? Um, and and, and it's, it's utterly pointless. So, uh, but Smithy, I don't know, I, I don't know how he deals with it. Genuinely, don't know how he deals with it. I mean, some things go against you, don't you? Don't mm. they? But also, some things do go for you. So, for example, Bolton's disallowed goal. Um, I haven't seen it back, but I would imagine it's it's probably quite close to being onside. Um, so maybe we've got away with one, with one there. Yeah, he did look offside. You look to me your penalty as well, yeah. don't you? We, we have got some. We have got some decisions this season. To be fair, yeah, we have. Yeah. Penalty. I know we did. I know we missed the penalty. Yeah. We'll go back to that as well. So. Yeah, Never a penalty, we, we, no, I don't know. Um, I think I've everything, everything else. We still haven't scored in front of his own fans this season, which is a weird little nugget. Which is, I'm sure, obviously going to change, but it's just one of those things that th- football throws up. Um, <laughs> any other players you anyone wants to mention or incidents or topics that you want to mention before we uh, crack on? Leave. I just want to say something else about Ollie Rathbone, which was like, Go on. Um, there was a moment in the game where he was banging line with my line of sight, and hmm. the, the um, I think I think it was Bolton's number five had the ball, and he just had that look on his face that it was going to go straight through him, like he was going to freight train <laughs> him, and and um, I was still next to a couple of mates, and he went. He's, he's going to have him. It's going to he's going to break something here, <laughs> and then he just pulls out of it, and then defender mm. messes up his pass. And to have a player who's not afraid to just charge at someone, to 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 just allow them to make their own mistake, mm. I think is another attribute that uh, the Rathbone's got. It's it's almost Frecklington esque that ability just to run at a player and make him think you're going to clatter him, so he mm. plays a pass quickly but then it wins possession for your team at the same time. That's a very intelligent way to play football. And, all right, fair enough, it might end up clattering someone at some point this season. But to see he's got that that desire and that hunger to win the ball at any point in the game. And like Will says, he covered every blade of grass. So, you know, fair play to him. To say we got him for under 300k, that is a steal this season. <laughs> Yeah, and the man we paid for 300k for can't get in because of people like him. I don't. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, the Saturday's not made the midfield questions anymore any easier for Warney. No, but anyway, yeah. it's made it more it, difficult, isn't it? Yeah, it's rested Lindsay. The guys that came in played even better. So, um, injuries permitting, it's going to be an interesting one. I love um, the wall in that office. That'd be so entertaining. Him and Richie and what? Matt are arguing over it. <laughs> it would absolutely. Um, so there we go that is our episode thank you all for watching it on YouTube make sure you subscribe and like the video if you're on iTunes again subscribe and give us a 5 star rating if you can we will be back on Friday where we look ahead to Crew Alexandra uh, got a little double almost double header Crew Alexandra and Wimbledon both at home Saturday Tuesday um, if we come out of there with four to six points again, we're going to be looking really pretty. That's that you know that's going to put us in a really 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 good position. So we will preview those as and when they come up uh, throughout the week. Um, so thank you all for listening, Mick. Uh, thanks for being here. Pleasure. No, either. Any time, mate. I've, I'm you don't seem to upset their fans. So that's second. Sorry, you don't seem to. I don't think you've upset their fans. If even ever, even ever, you will have upset him. I think. But other than that, you'll be fine. Oh, he's, he's a, he's, yeah, whatever. If it, he needs to start thinking for himself, doesn't he? All oh, right, okay. So what you see, mate. <laughs> instead, of, instead of making it up. Yeah, fair enough. Danny, it's always a pleasure to have you with me, mate. Thank you very much. Yeah, it's been great, this first live show. 
with uh, with we, the four of us. It's been very good. We'll do more of these as well. They will probably do the Sunday night ones on a regular basis live. Uh, if people like them, if, if you don't like them, we'll not do them. Um, we'll try and, try and get a few more episodes. We'll uh, try and get some uh, some more stuff done. But we we always enjoy them. They're a good laugh. We get live comments and we like hearing from everybody. Which fans show we want to hear from the fans and the fans' questions and yeah. talk about the fans. So, and if you are a fan of Rotherham United, get on over to Devolve View as well, where Will Daniels will go through all sorts of Rotherham United stuff as 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 we've done tonight. Thank you for joining us again, Will. Thank you very much. Loved it. Uh, and yeah, like I said, we'll be back on Friday morning, if not sooner. Keep an eye on the socials because we are back sooner. We'll let you know. But Friday morning is the next scheduled episode. So thank you much, and we'll see you soon. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.